What's up? We're live. Yeah, we're doing a little double header action because it's the winter meetings, even though nothing's happening. Braun and Krasinski, Jorge Castillo, who uh, covers especially the LA teams, the Dodgers and the Angels for the LA Times, is going to join us in about 10 minutes or so. Are the Dodgers in or out now on Shohei Otani? That's the first question in the chat. Uh, apparently, according to Dave Roberts, they're in, but according to Shohei's representatives, they're out. Well, they didn't say that, but... They did say that. They said it, it will be held against you if you leak that we talk to you. Held against you doesn't mean you're out. Well, it just means you have to pay more? I don't Potentially. know. Potentially. Is there like a when Otani... This is what... When Otani goes to meet with a team, does he hand him like a book and say, these are the rules? Otani you do not talk about Fight Club. It could be Otani rules. I mean, it's... I, it's, I think it's possible. I mean, I think we're getting them right now, right? Sworn to secrecy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Fight Club. Yeah, it's Fight Club. Show me, show me your facilities, mm-hmm. which I think is fair. Although, yeah. actually, nowadays, a lot of free agents don't go through this rigorous of a process no. anymore, right? Because no. well, most of the facilities are so good now. Yeah. Everything has been updated to a point where, you know, to go see the spring training facility is a bit much. Only He's there got for PTSD, six though. Six weeks, I mean. He's got I don't know. PTSD from his last spot. From the Angels? Yeah. Yeah, probably right. So does that mean the Angels are out? <clears throat> I think they have a bad spring training been facility? out for a long time. I do. Hmm. I think they're just being nice. My, my thing is, so some people are asking half-jokingly, are the Dodgers out now? Because Dave Roberts said that they spoke to Otani. I do. And there it is. Uh, Alden Gonzalez saying, yeah, they met a couple days ago, two to three hours. It's their top priority. I do want to remind everyone this is baseball. It's not the CIA. If we're going that hard on secrecy now, mm. I think we need to relax. And by we, I'm mostly just saying representation for the best player in the sport. I right just now. understand it's, it's too much. Okay, here's my. We've talked. We talked about this earlier today, and it just drives me crazy. Don't we want news about Otani? Doesn't, we do, but doesn't they, Major League Baseball want people to be talking about where is Shohei? Where? What is he doing? What's he thinking? And instead, we've got you're being punished because you spoke about him talking to your team well it doesn't make any sense to me every other sport i I know i know nba and nfl but they they do condensed free agency but still there's like if there's a big free agent that hits like let's say a quarterback remember when peyton manning was a free agent after the colts and he's he's like oh my gosh he's here and he's here and he went to denver it was awesome it was great and everyone's like oh my gosh he's gonna sign here and oh he's not gonna go back and now with otani we're like he might have been in Deneen. Oh, and Dave Roberts leaked that he was in L.A. Oh, and he might go to San Francisco. Oh, he might be spotted at Wrigleyville at the McDonald's across the street having a cheeseburger. Well, they want to take away the hoopla. Why? They're not doing it anyway. You're still going to get people speculating. And then it actually gets creepier because what happens is then you have people trying to find out the destination of him, representatives, other teams, following flights, oh, private flight jets, tracker, baby. All that stuff where... It's not necessary. We know that he's a free agent. We know he's considering teams. Just think we're taking this a little far. And by we, I mean his representation, I think, is just getting a little too aggressive. But, but also, Shohei doesn't talk. He doesn't really talk to the media that Do you often. think he ordered them, though, to say that? Or do you think that's part of his team's strategy? Like, Do you think that... So how? Okay, here's my question. Let's say he picks a team tomorrow. Okay. How does he do it? 
Did you do like a baby reveal, like where they like blow something up and it's like, oh, Dodgers. No, you're just going to get a press release. Just, and a, then, and just then a release? He'll do a media conference. He did that with the Angels. They'll, they'll do a press conference. They'll get the Wi-Fi working again. Will take questions? Broken. Yeah. I think it's the free agent process, which I get it. I just think there's a line. If he doesn't want to talk during the process, totally cool. No problem with that. I just think that whole line, which is now being confirmed by multiple insiders that we trust of, hey, don't say a word or we could hold it against you. Too far. It's baseball. Too far. One step back. Okay? <laughs> so that's my take. But I think the Dodgers are in play. Some people are saying the Cubs are out. Some people are saying the Cubs still have a shot. Even Ken, I think, is playing this the right way by saying, since we don't know much, don't rule out certain teams, even if others have said that, right? He even kind of said, sure, Mets are likely out, but don't rule them out. My reasoning for taking a team like that out is I do think that he doesn't want to play in New York. New York, yeah. LA is better than New York. For him, for what he's looking for, yes. What about Toronto? Better for him than New York, yeah. Even though, so 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 you say that, okay? Yeah. I mean, Anaheim is a little bit different than L.A., hardcore L.A. But if you sign for $500, $600 million, guess what? It doesn't matter where you sign. They're going to find you, and they're going to be all over your ass. But they weren't in Anaheim. Anaheim's they weren't allowed. Di- Anaheim's a different animal, though. That's what I'm saying. Anaheim has Orange County Register. And Toronto has like seven newspapers. Yeah. And they have one team. Right? They, LA has LA Times and some other they things. They have a PR team that says, not available. He's not available. Yeah, but, he's, but in LA, they have TMZ. And everywhere he goes to eat, there's going to be a camera in his face. That's true. That is right? true. I mean, that's not... Again, Anaheim, you can hide. You know, there's a lot of places to hide in Anaheim compared to Los TMZ's Angeles. not following him around in Toronto. They'll follow him around in LA. That's what I'm saying. You're right. It's a good point. And San Francisco's once if they get him, you know, which not a lot of people are talking about them that you know, San Francisco fans are going to be all over him too everywhere he goes. You're right. So right. what we'll do is we'll take questions um and yes, let's show this little update from Heyman. Cubs have been informed or have not been informed that they are out on Otani. Doesn't mean report is untrue, but they haven't heard that. Belief is at least the Dodgers, Jays, Giants and Angels are in not been informed that they're out even though some others were saying so he's in they're in or they're out not they're they're not out nobody knows they might not be in but they're not out and ken was on with us earlier and he said they're not out too so i think that's enough for me um we'll keep taking your questions here too i'm gonna kind of mark them down as we talk to jorge uh, castillo coming up but also let's charge the damn mound because we just had the riveting mlb draft lottery which actually produced some wild results. The Cleveland Guardians have the first overall pick for the first time ever. Do you know the percentage chance? 2%. I looked it up. 2% to land the first pick. The Reds had a less than 1% chance of getting the top pick. They end up with the second pick in the draft. And Ohio fans are going nuts right now. That's that's big. Mm -hmm. On the other end of the spectrum, you have a team like the Mets who had to end up in the top six. And if they didn't, you get the you're spending too much punishment. So they That's went dumb, from dumb. nine also dumb. to nineteen after a bad season. You get punished if you um, try. So it's it works both ways, but it's just always crazy to me that baseball has to shove that back. Like we will do a draft lottery so that you know the A's don't always get to pick first, but 
At the same time, we want to punish other teams that are trying too hard. <laughs> Very MLB to not care about the entertainment and the so product. I don't, I don't know enough about this, so I'm going to ask you because you seem to know more about this. So, like, the White Sox got the fifth pick. Yep. But on Twitter, they're saying no matter what, even if they have the worst record in baseball next year, they can't pick higher than 10th next year. What's the rule on that? So I don't have every, and probably people can help me out here. I don't have every like intricacy afterward, but what happens is you do start to get punished. If you're picking in a certain range, they start to boot you out. What that does is prevent teams from tanking for years and picking at a high level, like a top five, right? You can't mm -hmm. just keep picking in the top five and loading up on picks much to the dismay of John Fisher. That sounds stupid, though. No, I like that. You like that rule? You, you can't Even not if... try forever. You don't. And if you're a fan base, you don't want that anyway. You're like, yo, try, do something. Stop picking in the top five. If you're picking in the top five every year, you're doing something wrong. You're either not spending enough. You have a disaster front office or roster. Yeah. You need to fix this. And so, yes, a way to fix that is the draft. But if you keep picking the top of the draft and it's not working, eventually it's time for someone else. It's time for someone else to get that opportunity. Th this is what was called an anti-tanking rule, which mm. I think is great. Okay. I, I, I believe you. Okay. So it would have worked in the past for a team like Baltimore when they tanked for, what, like six years? And they did a great <laughs> job drafting and developing, but that's what happens. And by the way, I'll just mix in because I know there was an Orioles question from someone earlier on saying, what are the Orioles up to? No, not spending money. Yeah, but by the way, the Orioles are going to do something. It's just going to be via trade. They're not going to play at the top of the starting pitching market. Wait, uh, the Reds got two? The Reds got two. And they had a 0.9% chance to secure the number one pick. What was their chances to get the second pick? Probably still pretty low. So congratulations wow. to the Reds. That's huge for them. And they already obviously have a ton of very successful young talent right now from year one. So there you go. That's from C. Trent Rosecrans. Um, last time they picked this high, it was Hunter Green. Hmm. All right, let's bring in our first guest here on FT Live, Jorge Castillo from the LA Times joining us right now. Jorge, great to have you on, dude. Right into it. Yeah. Your take on MLB becoming CIA so far this week for Shohei Otani. What do you got for us? Yeah, man. Uh, it's funny because today the biggest story, it wasn't that the Dodgers met with Shohei Otani. We all knew that was going to happen at some point. Everyone's talked about the fact that the Dodgers were going to be in on Shohei Otani. It's, it was obvious. It's been obvious all year. The story was that Dave Roberts said that they met with Shohei Otani. And everyone was like shocked that he said it. And not only just said it, but like gave details. Hey, they met a couple days ago. We met with him at Dodger Stadium. No players were there. It, it's the most we've heard from anybody on the situation on the record. And like you said, man, it's been like CIA stuff. Like Shohei Otani hasn't talked in four months to the media. He had that weird thing after the MVP where he didn't talk to, to the, you know, he didn't get on the, the conference call. It's all been kind of strange, state secret stuff. And today the story was that someone actually said something. It wasn't that the, necessarily that the Dodgers met with him. It was that, that somebody said something. And it doesn't mean they're out, though. We keep saying this. There's, you know, the running joke is if you talk about it, it's like Fight Club. You're kicked out. And he's going to hold it against you. What does that mean? Does that mean he, he ups the price? Does it mean, you know, you have to take him to dinner an extra time? Like, what does it mean when they say, oh, no, you talked about meeting like the Blue Jays. It leaked that the Blue Jays met with him. Right. Like, what, yeah, what's man, the like, punishment? I don't know. Maybe maybe he does drop them because it, it's interesting to me. The other part of the story that's interesting is, you know, right after that, uh, Brandon Gomes met with the media. You know, all the GMs out here in, in Nashville met with the media today and he just refused to, like, confirm anything to say whether, you know, what Dave said is the truth. He just didn't want to get into it. 
Uh, my colleague, Jack Harris, found Andrew Friedman here today, and he asked him the same question. He didn't want to get into it, um, at least on the record, from what I know. So, um, you know, we got Dave Roberts, the manager of the team, saying, yeah, we met with him. We met with him a couple of days ago. And then you got the front office guy saying, no, no, we can't talk about that. It's just it's a huge disconnect there that's kind of strange. Uh, maybe the front office thinks that Otani will say, hey, now, yeah, you guys are out now. I don't know. No one really knows. <laughs> that's kind of like the mystery right now. That would be absurd. Think about oh. it. Like, this is your life. This is your future. This is everything. This is your legacy. To punish a team like an innocent man like Dave Roberts for just saying, yeah, we met with the nice man um, who happens to be the best player on the planet and we're interested in him. We like him. You know, it's not like he said, hey, um, you know, I know his dog's name or something like that. Something personal. I mean, it's just it's so innocent. So let's get into what you wrote about the well, other no, hold day. Hold on before because well, I want to no, ask him a question. If, if they don't get Otani. And he comes out in his press conference and says, well, I didn't go to the Dodgers because Dave Roberts said I was there. I mean, is Dave Roberts on the hot seat then? I mean, that's a fair question to ask. And I think his contract's through like 25. Um, that's a fair question to ask. I mean, this entire season, the way the Dodgers operated last offseason, look, look what they did. They signed guys to one-year deals. They signed J.D. Martinez to play DH, to be the DH for one season. They did not go out and get, you know, major guys last offseason. Everyone knew it's because they wanted to go after Shohei Otani this offseason. They've been planning on this. They've been planning this for, for a while, for a long time. They wanted him in 2017. They wanted him when he came out of high school uh, back in the day. So, I mean, that's a fair question to ask. If, if I mean, Shohei Otani comes out and says that, which I doubt he would, because he seems to be very, you know, tight-lipped about a lot of things. Okay, so let's get into what you wrote about, which is this. The mystery of Shohei Otani and what his camp is going for, how it's being received, and how it affects the sport. And I know that's not their concern. Their concern is to put him where he wants to go and for as much money as possible. But I think you mentioned in your article, and it's something I've used all year, is the comparison because Otani is our sports LeBron James. LeBron has it all, right? Production company, talks all the time. I mean, he comments on everything. And this is the extreme opposite example of that. What does that say about our sport and how it's being received on a national level compared to, say, a sport like basketball in the past five, ten years? I mean, I would argue it's not being received on a national level. Like that's part of that's part of the issue here is that you know this was an opportunity. Multiple people, multiple people, and you know, in the last week when I was talking to people ahead of that story, that what I wrote that column, you know, this was an opportunity for you know baseball to be sort of in the sort of in the mainstream, right? Like a little bit like, hey, you know, Shohei Otani met with X team. This is what they pitched, you know, whatever. This is what Shohei Otani wants. Nobody knows even what the guy wants. Nobody knows. Everyone here is speculating, man. Every time I'm in the like, I see somebody, hey, where's he going? What does he want? You know, does he want to play inside? Good weather. Does he want uh, a clean city? Does he want West Coast, East Coast? Does he want to play with a Japanese player or not? Like everyone's just sort of speculating. We don't have um, information and the fact that I am here right now at this big Opryland here, this massive hotel, and there's like a bunch of other reporters, hundreds of reporters here, it's because Major League Baseball wants us here because it's a good thing for Major League Baseball for us to be here because we generate interest, right? We get the fans, um, you know, to care about what's going on here. Uh, and it'd be good, I think, for the sport if we knew what was happening, at least, you know, to a certain extent. Obviously, things are private. It's just free agency, you know. You don't want to ruin your chances to make, you know, 
to make bank, right? To make some money. But, you know, I think it'd be good for the sport if we, if we knew a little bit more of what's going on and you kind of like bring some fans in, oh, wow, you see this development, you see what this happened, uh, you see this happen, all that stuff. And I think the LeBron James comparison, obviously it's not apples to apples. It's not the same exact thing. But, you know, if you look back on what happened in 2010 and, you know, I know that LeBron got roasted for it and going to a super team and a lot of people were like, this decision thing is stupid. But, you know, if you go back to look at the reporting, they were like, the pitches were like reported, like the Cleveland Cavaliers did like a special video for him. And that's like family guy style and all this stuff. And that decision, though, everyone kind of made fun of it. Ten million people watched it. And I'm not saying something that Otani were to do, like he doesn't have to do something like that. But like, I think something, um, you know, this is an opportunity that's being missed. And it's everything's so secretive. Everything is just over the top. And a lot of people in the industry are saying it. This is like this is a lot of people are saying, frankly, it's dumb. And um, I know, like you said, like Otani's can doesn't have to worry about that, but I think it, it, they, they are missing an opportunity here. Okay, so you're at the Opryland, and is this the first time you've ever been to that hotel? Yeah, because I, I didn't cover the 2015 um, winter meetings. Okay, yeah. so did how do you find anybody there? Because it's so <laughs> damn big. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. It's like uh, it's the biggest place. If you've never been, it's the biggest place. They got a wa- Have you been to the water park? Have you gone down the water slides? Because they got water park in I- there. I went outside, man. It was like there was like a like a slide for like you know like a sled thing, and there's like a, a theater where they're showing some show. There's like a boat that come, goes across like a river like through the river here. It's like a little city within a city, and you know I've gotten lost. I mean, I'm I got this like my app. I got the app downloaded, so like I use the map to get around. <laughs> but I, but I, I how do you find pool. how do you find people to talk to? You're like, all right, Today, we're gonna uh, meet at the we're gonna meet at like the third stop sign in the middle of the hotel pass because the one in we have one in Orlando too. It has like alligators in the middle. So like, yeah. I don't know. I think the one in Opryland has alligators, but you're like, all right, I'm going to meet at the third sled stop at 7:15, and then we'll go to dinner at the 10th sled stop. And man, today I was I was meeting with somebody, and I was like, dude, I can't find you. I'm over by like Cascades and over at Delta and Magnolia, and like I'm like, he's at the escalators. I, I'm dude, there's like 17 escalators here. I don't know where I am. Like it took me like 15 minutes to find him, and he was like pretty close by. So yeah, this place is huge. Uh, it's not my favorite setup, but hey, they're, they're, I could be doing a lot worse things right now, <laughs> hey, you know? You, but you see, what you missed is Otani just signed, yeah. and you didn't hear about it because you're on the wrong side of the hotel. Is that what happened? Hold on, let me check my <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall for AJ. He's a troll. Hey, man. Hey, I, I got to be on it. Trust me. I think if I think if Otani signed, you would know by now. Yeah. Uh, you'd be you'd be like, I gotta go. You close your thing. Yeah. And be, no. We just watch you where, out the door. Where do you go though? Because here's the funny thing: we're in the right spot right now. We are in Florida. <laughs> That's where the center of the baseball universe has been over the past 24 hours. It's funny. There's tons of people in Nashville, but Shohei's in Florida, or at least was in Florida over the past 24 hours to meet with the Blue Jays. That's what I think is funny and also annoying because I know fans are pissed because they're just like, do something. When are things going to happen? Like Eric Fetty just signed with the White Sox for two years, $15 million. 15? 15. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Um, But, I mean, that's some of the biggest money. I think that's the biggest signing we've had so far. I mean, the Cheerio deal, separate. But, I mean, that's what we're seeing right now at the winter meetings here. So, let's push past this. Uh, for the Dodgers and the Angels, because I know you're closest to those two teams. So first on the Dodgers side, um, two things. One, if they don't get Otani, what does their offseason look like? And two, if they do get Otani, what does the rest of their offseason look like? Yeah, if they don't get Otani, obviously Yamamoto's out there and, you know, seems like he wants to make a decision after the winter meetings. 
Uh, maybe they go after him. They do need starting pitching help. Dave Roberts today said ideally that you you know they would get two starting pitchers. Um, obviously they've been connected in trade talks to Dylan Cease, Tyler Glass now, Corbin Burns. Uh, those three guys would you know well, obviously top their you know top their rotation or at least be you know a number two type um, for them. So you know I think starting pitching whether they get Otani or not will be a, a priority. Um, if they don't get Otani, you know, I could see maybe JD Martinez. Though JD Martinez might have priced himself out of uh, out of what uh, you know the Dodgers are willing to offer him. He had a big year this year um, well, with the Dodgers in his one year with them. So um, I do think they want to they they would want a bat, an outfield bat, preferably a right-handed bat. Um, so I, I think that's where they go. Starting pitching, whether they get Otani or not, is going to be uh, is is up there, you know, right behind Otani in terms of priorities. All right, so we've talked about this also on here. Is Otani and Yamamoto, like if I'm those two, I don't know if they, have, they know each other that well, but it's like the longer Shohei waits, the more Yamamoto's value goes up because teams are like, well, shit, he's only got a certain amount of time until he can't sign anymore. And Otani's just sitting back going, hey, I'm getting my boy more money, right? Because if Otani makes a decision, whoever he doesn't pick is going to flip to Yamamoto. But if 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 no one knows what Otani's doing. They're like, well, we got to go all in on Yamamoto. It's like a, it's like a weird thing, and the whole world is waiting for one of those two to make a decision. Yeah, man. And also, Aaron Nola's deal was great for Yamamoto. He's going to be Yamamoto made some money just off that. He thought that market was set. You know, people out here thinking maybe two twenty, two thirty. Yamamoto could end up with. Um, you know, that market. His market was like, oh, maybe he'll get two hundred. Now it's going to be over two hundred, two hundred million. And that's what it seems like. And yeah, like you like you mentioned, it's there are three things right now holding everything up. I think it's Otani is the big one, but it's Yamamoto, and it's also the Juan Soto, you know, possibility of him getting traded. Those three things are kind of holding things up. You know, I think the Soto thing is possibly something that happens this week. The other two, I think, aren't going to happen this week. Um, but yeah, everything's at a standstill, and Yamamoto's going to make money. Otani's going to make money. All these guys are going to make money. And I guarantee you, Jorge, that Soto doesn't get traded before Otani makes his decision. So we're back to Otani holding the market because, of course, if you're San Diego, you're going to wait to see who ends up with him. For example, if Toronto doesn't, that's their next phone call. Hey, AJ Prowler, what's that Yankee deal? All right, maybe a Ricky Tiedemann, who I talked about the other day, who's a really good pitching prospect, someone like that. Like Those kind of guys make a difference and can put them over the top. And, I mean, the Cubs can make a case for someone like that too. So, yeah, I'm with you. I just think... Otani's going to hold it up. He is not concerned about the winter meetings and everybody being there right now and not reporting on anything. And this isn't the first winter meetings that's been like this. So for his former team, the Angels, what do you see for the Angels over this offseason and really the next few years and with the big announcement today that Mike Trout is 100% not being traded, according to the team? Yeah, they're they're in a tough spot. You know, um, if you don't win with two MVPs, two guys have won, like, I think the number is five of the last 10 American League MVPs have been Trout and Otani. Um, you know, the, the argument is, I would argue you need to start over, start from scratch. And the problem with the Trout thing is he has a no trade. So even if you want to trade him, he doesn't necessarily, if he doesn't want to go, he's not going to get traded. So maybe they did have that discussion with him and they were like, and he was like, I don't want to go. Um, and maybe, you know, that's why they're hundred percent sure he's not going to get traded. Now I think, you know, Anthony Rendon obviously is not, you know, that, that was, Inarguably, not a good signing. Um, it's been a disaster for them in that, um, in that with that signing as well. And they have a lot of money tied up in Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon. So I think what they're going to do is, if they don't get Otani, even if they do, obviously if they don't get Otani, they'll have more money to spend. 
but you know, try to replace Otani with the money that they were allocating to him. Work around, you know, work along the margins. You know, they tried to build our roster last year by adding, you know, some depth, some forty-man depth, some guys. You know, you know, the year before they they were suffering. Like when injuries happened, it was kind of it was a disaster for them. And I think that's what they're going to do. I don't see them being big, big players. Um, maybe in the starting pitching market, uh, but in terms of like, there aren't a lot of bat, a lot of bats out there. I think Cody Bellinger would make some sense to him. Um, you know. And maybe you move Mike Trout to left, you know, to a, to a corner outfield spot as he gets older here and has been dealing with a lot of injuries. Um, but I haven't heard much on that either. So um, it really, I, I don't, I, to be honest, guys, like the Otani thing is is so big for them. They're like, if they don't get Otani, then you might, you got you got to start over. I mean, that's it. You got to start over. What's what what like you guys aren't going to you guys had Shohei Otani and you guys didn't win. What makes you think you're going to win without him? Okay. Agreed. And also, I think the thing that, that we'll cover that a lot of other places, you know, won't, especially like TV spots is, you know, how much money the Angels have made off of Otani, like even this past season, they're in the plus with him alone, in terms of what they made on marketing money, which has been reported by multiple places, versus how much he cost this year. So I think it's a different type of player versus going out and getting someone that's more of your run of the mill could be a star, but not making you that kind of money as an international superstar. So I'll double down on what you said. If you say they have to start over, which I agree on, I think they need to kind of re put, press the reset button and refresh. They, they've tried with those two among others and it has not worked out. Isn't the first thing you do shop trout and see what you can get for him, see what the takers look like, especially because we have to keep in mind, Otani's going to sign at one place. Soto's going to get traded to one place. Bellinger is going to sign with one place. And sure, we can make a case like we talked a little bit about Rosarena today. Maybe he's on the market and it's a great player, um, but we're not sure. Those are three three players, though, we know for sure that are going to end up with clubs. There are more clubs than that that are looking for superstar bats, right? Dodgers, we're talking about right now. Cubs, Blue Jays, Yankees. We haven't even mentioned the San Francisco Giants who desperately want to do something. Too many names there. It's just funny to me that the Angels wouldn't at least make phone calls and say, hey, how much could we get here? Because I think this is the best time ever to strike for a player that you have who's a bat because there are barely any bats available and people need or teams need superstar bats. So I think they're doing themselves a massive disservice. I think it's plausible that the front office does want to trade Mike Trout. And two things are in play. Mike Trout has a no-trade clause. So if he doesn't want to go, he doesn't have to go. The other part is Artie Moreno does not like rebuilds. He he's never done it. He tries to, he he likes to win. He likes sign, he likes his stars. He's signed a lot of stars over the years. Hasn't won a lot, but he's signed, you know, Josh Hamilton, Albert Pujols, obviously re-signing my um, you know, sending Mike Trout, getting Otani on board, signing Rendon. He's spent money on stars. Um, he's never indicated that he wants to do a rebuild. So if he doesn't want to, if your boss doesn't want to do it, what are you gonna do? The Angels tried to trade Otani a year and a half ago. They tried. Ownership didn't want to do it. So it, there, there, are, there are multiple things in play. Even if the front office wants to do it, if the front office wants to do it, there's only so much you can do. Your hands are tied. All right. So we were talking about this, though. You say they can't win if they lose Otani. Mariners lost A-Rod and Griffey and went on and won 116 games the next year. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I'm just do you saying. like their roster like no, that? No, I don't. But I'm just, I'm just saying. There, there is precedent to guys. The Nationals lost Bryce Harbor. They won the World Series. Mm -hmm. there, there's precedent to – Certain things happen. Now, these teams also had better cores in place than the Angels have, and they also went out and spent money and brought in free agents and, and did some stuff. So it's obviously a different situation, but there's precedent to losing Otani and then if they spend the money right. Now, the one thing we'll say about Artie Moreno, 
he hasn't exactly spent the money, right? I mean, he just goes out and he, it's like, oh, we, uh, whenever he, whenever they signed Rendon, he didn't get who they tried to get and he didn't get him. He's like, oh, screw it, Rendon. Oh, Garrett Cole. Remember, yes. they were like, we want Garrett Cole. Oh, no, we'll just give Rendon $300 million and he's got exactly a bruised shin happened. he can't play. Yep. Right? So, yep. Um, I, I don't know. There's precedent for it, but it just, the Angels don't have the infrastructure, the, the roster to, to be able to say, okay, we're going to go out and, and we have extra 50, 60 million a year. We're going to go out and sign six, $10 million players that are going to help us. Instead, they'll go out and be like, oh, we want Cody Bellinger now for 50 million. Like, they'll do something crazy, right? Yeah, the infrastructure thing is, is key. When, you, when discussing the Angels, like, they're, a lot of people talk about that kind of stuff when it comes to them. The Artie Marino, yeah, he signs his stars, but you look, you know, if you, if you look, if you look beneath the surface, there it's ugly, and it's it's not by accident that this team has not won with Mike with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani on the roster. They haven't won in a long time. They haven't won a playoff game with Mike Trout. That's like every time I think that or I say that, I'm just like, how is that possible? Um, and so there's more than just like you know surface level, you know, stars and who you get on the. There's a lot of stuff going on there in the infrastructure, as you said, AJ. That 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 stuff is is very real, and um, you know we, we can go on about that. But that 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 organization, you know, whether they sign Otani or not, like, does it matter? I don't, I, I don't think so. <laughs> That's sad. It's sad that you could have two of the top five players in the game and not win anything. Like, you got to build around it. They didn't they didn't do uh, a good uh, enough job. I agree. It's been tough, and patchwork is is difficult too. When you you know kind of keep putting band aids over problems, and there's an organizational issue that we've covered for a long time here, pretty openly. So um, we'll we'll let uh, Jorge get back to biz over there. So hopefully some action happens. Don't get lost there for AJ, and uh, we appreciate having you on, man. Dude, Jorge, I you're from problems. L. I'm assuming you're from LA, right? I'm not from LA. No, I'm not. I'm not. We're, I'm from Massachusetts. He's, Oh, okay. So then you're, oh, so you're living in LA. So you're used to the snow. I live right? in LA. I live in LA. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, snow is. Uh, I've been in LA for five years. I don't even know what snow is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was thinking, you know, you go outside, go on the sleds because they like have the big ice snow, fake snow thing in Nashville. So I mean, you know, I was thinking, Jorge could go out, ride a sled, maybe come back, and Otani signs with and somebody. I'm just trying to get dinner at some point here. Maybe tomorrow night, I think, is my night to go actually go out into Nashville and, like, see what it, it's my first time here. Stay off Broadway. You've never been there? Tonight, though. Dude, stay off Broadway, bro. You'll never get home. It's like a trap. Why? It's okay. Oh! Because you go from one honky-tonk to the next honky-tonk to the next, and there's, like, 500 of them in, like, I don't know, how, a few blocks. So you just literally go from this one to this one to this one to this one to this one. Tonight's the night because nothing's happening right now. But so Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, jinxed it. Nah, but <laughs> hey, I hope it, I jinxed it, dude. I hope I jinxed it. <laughs> yeah, Appreciate you, though. Enjoy it out there. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, let's slap. By the way, some other names from that year that they brought in right away there. Napoli, Dempster, Ross, Stephen Drew. So thank you to our expert behind the scenes, Austin <laughs> fan, Jeremy. Yeah, super fan. So I, I'm told I am yet to keep up because my brain's all over the place. I'm trying to keep up with a furious YouTube chat with questions. But is there one more tweet that we wanted to show on our way out? Is there something else to react to here? When is the MLB dam going to break? Come on, GMs and agents, let's go. It's time. Our friend Jim Bowden, who just lives for this kind of 
craziness. Like he truly loves it. He he's been on our show before. He's former Reds and Nats GM. He's got so much enthusiasm um, about the game and about transactions, and he's probably sitting there like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I mean, well, it's what we've talked about. We talked about with Jorge. Nothing's happening. It's not going to though. So it's all until Otani goes. So do you think? Okay, so let's leave with this predictions, okay? And throw this in chat once too. A, once the winter meetings ends tomorrow. Yeah, no. It's a three-day event. You cool. come in on Sunday. You could call it a four-day because Sunday. Well, the rule five ends. No, the rule five is on Thursday, isn't it? Is it Thursday or no, Wednesday? It's Thursday. Oh, it's Thursday. Thursday like noon. Okay, so, so everyone can catch their flight home. But people that night. start to a lot of people leave start before that. Away, a lot yeah. of people do the Monday Wednesday is supposed to be like the good juice. That's right? why you saw Jorge's like I got nothing tomorrow night because Thursday doesn't care about the full five job. Right, that's really all it is on Thursday. I think you should take my advice and go out this evening and have an absolute time. But do you think that anything major like an A list transaction will occur over the next twenty four to let's call it even thirty hours? By tomorrow night at midnight, am I going to be getting excited about something big that happened? Or is Ken Rosenthal going to continue to save the winter meetings by at least putting out some fire reports and no, articles at midnight? nothing's happening. Ain't shit happening. Nothing? Sadly, nothing's happening. I wish something would happen. I wish, I wish one of these dudes would sign because then we'd have something to talk about for the next week. Otani signs, we're going to talk about it for the next month. Yeah, but it'll happen. It's going to happen. Yamamoto be... signs. Oh, Bellinger. Like, it's going to be a weekend on, evening. Agents, let's go. I wish I was an agent. I'd have everyone sign. Yeah, well, not that easy. <laughs> takes two to tango. So True. appreciate everyone for joining us for a little hour evening session. Thanks for all your questions. Thanks for supporting FT. Um, please hit a like for us, obviously, and uh, subscribe to the channel here on YouTube. If you're watching us here on podcast, same thing. Obviously, it's all free. Um, we don't charge you on some weird sports tier or something like that. We're back on tomorrow for our usual show, 1 o'clock Eastern time. You can catch us. We're on Stadium, Stadium YouTube, and then eventually on Val Territory YouTube. All free to watch everywhere all the time. Appreciate you, and we will see you tomorrow. And thanks for all the people today. There's a lot of people yeah. that came in. So good every one of you guys, today. thank you. Thank you, thank you for tuning in and Keep for all the good chat keeping the energy going for us when there's not much yet. So uh, keep the questions coming. We'll see you for tomorrow's show. Hey, get in on the action with the FT fam at BetMGM. New customers use the bonus code FOUL, F-O-U-L, for a $1,500 first bet offer. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your BetMGM Sportsbook account. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. If that bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Gambling problem or concern? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.